0: hello everyone and welcome to everything along the lines of today's episode is everything along the lines of art so i know what you're thinking drawing is like you know it's not very hard to talk about how you're gonna stretch that into an hour but art is a lot more than just drawing so i have my friend tim here to help me talk about today's topic hello all right introduce yourself if you'd like to
1: Oh, yes. Uh, Tim O'Malley, uh, artist, skin, drawing.
0: <laughs> extraordinary. The <laughs>
1: entire concept of art, like yeah. the, the entire universe there is to think about.
0: Yes. All right. So without further ado, we will just get into everything. So my first question is, what to you makes art art? If that makes sense.
1: So when you think about it, if you really want to look into what makes art art it's what makes you really have to think when you look at something like uh, let's say you just draw a square Mm -hmm. and you look at it and you're like okay does it mean something what could I make it mean is there a theme behind it Mm -hmm. same with uh, clothing hair makeup drawing painting um, Mm -hmm. textiles basically anything Mm -hmm. it's just like you have to really think about it Mm -hmm. to make it make sense well, but it could also make no sense whatsoever. It's just like a whole...
0: Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Sorry. I was yeah. adjusting something.
1: But yeah, basically, you just have to really... Just go into detail what there is in this piece that, like, makes sense, but also doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of what, for me, makes art, art is... Uh, we may talk about this a bit more in depth later on, but perception of art and what you take out of a piece. Yeah. And uh, this may seem a little cliche, but one of my favorite artists is Leonardo da Vinci. Just because of his style of interpretation. Yeah. But, um... A lot of, for me, I've been, you know, everyone draws from, like, the time they're, what, five to, or even younger than that sometimes, to sometimes way beyond high school. And, for me, I've been drawing all my life. And, I mean, I'm no artist. Believe me, I can sing my butt off. I can act a little bit but I'm not an artist. I will admit that here on the record. You can quote me on it. I am not an artist. But the good thing about art and it is, is it doesn't matter if you're a quote-unquote good artist. Every piece has potential. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And you, you could technically call yourself an artist, but it would be an art among uh, your voice or mm-hmm. your personality among acting. Mm-hmm. Basically, what makes you think that Like, what makes you think that you're um, singing is art? Mm Mm-hmm. My my words make no sense. I'm just off into a a caffeine ramble. It's all good. I think, honestly, even among the... um, Being able to draw at such a young age, honestly, I'm very jealous of the kids who are able to draw such abstract pieces at five years old.
0: Yeah, and then there's kids who... In in elementary school and and in... middle school because I don't know how long you've been drawing but for me there's these kids in middle school have who have such an eye for detail that I'm like damn do you really if you really study into this and you really put forth the effort you could really go somewhere with it I honestly
1: think that that is really true and if I have to think about it, part of what um, made me actually get into art, even before that, I think it was just out of spite and jealousy of seeing other people make art. Because I think the first time I actually tried to do my best was um, my sibling who uh, would draw things and he would give to our grandmother as gifts, and I was like, "Oh wait, how does he, how does he do it so well?" And so I would look at pieces and I would try to recreate them as best as I could. Mm -hmm. And then it just went on from that to being jealous of students like this one girl who would draw such detailed pieces of art. And I would try to recreate those in the best way I could. And that just ended up with me teaching myself Mm -hmm. how to draw.
0: And I think a lot of that is what motivates a lot of people is, oh, this person can do it, so so can I. Or can I do it better than this person? Yeah. Which... Ultimately, is not the healthiest mindset to be in, but it works. I mean, if that's what gets you going, then go for it.
1: Yeah, and if you're happy in the process, then why stop?
0: Yeah, and if you enjoy doing it, keep on doing it. I mean, unless you're trying to murder people or steal from people, then don't do it. But that can be used with a lot of different topics. Like, um, if you like to sing, bring, if it makes you happy, keep doing it. Because yeah. nine times out of ten, the people who hate on you are just jealous.
1: Exactly. Like, if they, if somebody comes up to you and says, oh, man, your art is trash, you, you really, really should stop. That should actually motivate you to become Keep better. Going.
0: And even if your art is quote-unquote trash, you, if you love doing it, then take the time to learn and better yourself.
1: Exactly. And
0: I feel like, not just in drawing, I feel like that goes in all art forms, whether it be uh, drawing and painting, or acting, or music, or writing, or anything. Which, I know know that's really cliche, and it's kind of along the lines of, anything you put your mind to, you can do it. But (laughs) it's really true.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I think with the just the different themes of art this even confused me so much i've been trying to um get into universities um with like art programs and they have like these different classes and it says like okay uh what do you want to do do you want to do textiles do you want to do uh knitting do you want to do um like digital do you want to do drawing do you want to do painting i'm like whoa 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 um yeah there's no like one single art class it's just all these and you have to choose
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of people nowadays are going into digital art, though.
1: Yeah, because, like, there's so much that we haven't really thought into about digital art. And the fact that you can basically recreate another person mm-hmm. through digital art is actually... It's, it's very neat. I never mm-hmm. really thought that far into it.
0: For me, I just... As I said, I'm not an artist. And... I'm going to go off a little bit on tr- off track because, you know, this podcast is a hot mess and why the hell not? Um, <laughs> as of, like, art schools and stuff, they are very hard to get into. Like, you have to be the best of the best to get into the bu- sorry into them because there's so many people who are like, oh, art is so easy. I could get a degree in it. No.
1: Yeah.
0: No, honey, you cannot. Like... <laughs> The way that these people are picked is, like, you have to be able to really draw your ass off and really be able to create something that not so much resonates with them, but is going to make them say, wow, I want to see more from this person.
1: Exactly. Like, sometimes you'll, even in classes, you'll get topics like, okay, so I want you to paint something that resonates the feeling of tomato mm-hmm. and you you'll think Wait, what? how what excuse me and you'll really have to actually think about it mm-hmm. in order to make something that resonates the energy of tomato in your mind in your mm-hmm. perspective and when you're able to put into detail an explanation why that resonates the energy of tomato then it will make other people interested in what you yeah. have to say and what you have to create.
0: And not even to mention drawing the human form, which hmm oh my God. <laughs> I'm just going to say that would probably be my favorite class. But um <laughs> I feel like that would be one of the harder things to learn is because you're not just, you know, freehanding, you're having to look at this person's human exactly. form. We're going to just use that. You have to look at their farm yeah. and be like, oh, this looks like this. This looks like this. And the thing is, yeah. it, we don't live in a two-dimensional world. So it's a, a lot harder. Unfortunately. unfortunately, You know, <laughs> it's whatever. But um, it's just one of those things that, like, art school is tough. Whether you're, like, drawing or I'll say this from a musician's point of view – Music school is hard as hell. Like, I, <coughs> I've i been training with my vocal teacher for a little over a year now. That crap is hard. Like, it doesn't matter what art form you're in. It's not for the faint of heart. Like, you really have to put in the work. And I think a lot of what resonates for me in art is, like, you have the power to create anything in your imagination and bring it to life visually. Whether that be drawing, digital art, painting, sculpting, you know, everything. And not only that, but for art is not just exclusively drawing and, you know, it's, there's so many form art, like so many art forms and so many different versions of art. And I think, go for it, go for
1: it. I think like the best part about actually being able to uh, express yourself in art is what makes you kind of blank out. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you're singing and um, you're supposed to be given a certain emotion in, let's say, a class. that They're like, okay, um, I want you to sing a song that makes you feel this certain emotion of uh, joy. Mm -hmm. And so I think the best part is being able to completely blank out into another world Mm -hmm. and that's what truly makes you know that you've found the right passion
0: yeah and even for me with music you just find these songs that you just get lost in and I feel like for art if you can sit there and you can draw and get lost in it and kind of like do it mindlessly that's when you know that This is what I should be doing with my life. And this is what I want to do with my life.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So, moving on to the next topic. Because we just rambled (laughs) for 12 minutes about what art is. But, um, (laughs) for you personally, what for you makes art worth it? Or what does art mean to you?
1: To be honest, what art really makes like what makes art worth it is just oh my god my cat will not shut up but it's all good (laughs) Um, but like i'm just gonna go off on i hope this is okay it's oh it's all good it's all good
0: we still have like 45 minutes worth of podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) but um okay i don't know if this is a very popular movie but it's called uh danish woman and what really makes me love what they did with this is It's about two painters. One is a a transgender woman, and the other one is her wife. And Mm -hmm. basically, the wife was able to transform her into what she wanted to be through a painting. Because at first, it just started with her wearing a dress for a pose. And then it went on to um, going out and drag to parties, Mm -hmm. into her just discovering a new personality that she's always had. But the way she was able to find it was through her wife's paintings, which made her feel like feel beautiful in her own skin. Mm -hmm. And I think that being able to make people feel confident about themselves through art, like let's say a tattoo or painting of yourself, being able to have other people see you in such a beautiful way is just a really nice concept Mm -hmm. to think about.
0: That... Is good. I don't really have much <laughs> else to say about that. I've actually never seen that movie, but it's a very good movie. Send me the name of it and I might go watch it later. After um, it's I'm on done. Netflix. It's on Netflix?
1: Yeah.
0: Alright, I'll go watch it later when I am done, you know, being busy. But um, a lot of what makes art different for different people. Is, oh, it's a form of expression. Yeah. And I think that to me is what makes art so wonderful. Is that it doesn't matter what, who you are or what nationality you are. If you're gay, straight, purple for all I care. (laughs) You can find something beautiful in art. And I don't know. I'm one of those people that everything has meaning for me. Per se, somebody smiled at me one day and just, they did it for no reason. I'm gonna think, oh, I did something right today. Or I did something right to deserve that. And really, it's just me being d- a dummy. Like, <laughs> that's just how my brain works. And with art, everything has a meaning for me. And the way you can kind of tell like what an artist is going through through their style of art and like what like there's key things that you can tell sometimes like if an artist is famous for painting flowers for example the flower will be wilting if they're like you know not doing so hot yeah or per se, they just found themselves. It's like a blooming flower or like, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which a lot of what art for me correlates to is self-expression.
1: I can I can actually agree with that, with the uh, different forms of art, depending on how you feel, because mm-hmm. i I feel like sometimes, let's say, I don't know why, but the one thing that I've actually been able to be good at drawing and never fail, strangely enough, is dinosaurs. I I don't know why, but it will always vary on, like, my emotions, how I'll draw them. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's say I'm feeling a little bit of contempt one day, I'm feeling calm I'll use, like, just a regular pencil. I'll blend. I'll make it look nice and detailed and just graceful. Mm -hmm. Let's say I'm feeling kind of stressed one day. I'll just use a whole pen, the thickest pen we will ever find, and it'll be scratchy and it'll be rough. But Mm -hmm. it'll have this different feeling that will make you feel that way. Mm -hmm. So it's just about expression and, like, how do you feel when you look at this?
0: Yeah sorry um a lot of like artists are not one they don't they aren't people who like to open up about their feelings and stuff like that but for them art is their way of doing so yeah i don't know i i would be a little bit uh real with everybody who's listening to this i don't know two things about art i'm just talking off the top of my head and trying to make things make sense so if that (laughs) sounds like a bunch of bull honky then please ignore me (laughs) um so i mean go for it
1: it. like in a perspective of your sense since you're um a singer like it could also depend on like like let's say a popular singer comes up with a different an album and it's a completely different emotion based on what they're feeling like mm-hmm. i don't know why whenever i think of a, a singer that's emotions vary based on their emotions i always think of taylor swift because it varies Break so albums. hard it, it changes so often yeah. point where i'm thinking what is going on in that poor girl's head what is happening in our life
0: what is making her this way why is she so angry <laughs>
1: Like she'll be so cheerful and she'll be like, Oh yes, I'm accepting life. I'm accepting my past. And then the next thing she's like, I'm a depressed I'm a I'm a depressed um country girl. Uh, what
0: album she could be like, Oh yeah, life is awesome. I feel great. The next album, fuck you, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing with art forms. It's 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 very expressive. And one so of those cool. people for me that are really huh, that are really resonates for me. In the music community, is Adele, which that girl's got it going on. If you've seen her recently, she went from her nineteen album to now. She's she's got it going on. Like if you've seen pictures of her recently, uh, it's March twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Sorry, (laughs) March twenty twenty one. But um, if you've seen pictures of her in this time period. She lives she, good. She's living her best life. She is. And I'm happy for her. But the things that girl has done to her voice to get where she is today. Yeesh. Anyway, <laughs> um, moving on to the next topic because we are entering 20 minutes. But honestly, there's a lot of these topics that we go through. And I'm kind of like, I thought this would take a lot longer, if I'm going to be honest. So, um, i'm kind of just going through the list and um going through and crossing things out after we talk about them and you know going through everything and then you know professional things that shouldn't be happening but they are so next question on our list is what is your personal experience with art
1: oh man so many (laughs) so many um I have to say, probably the best personal experience I've ever had with art is just kind of drawing on myself. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like it's always been a thing that drawing on yourself is, like, will always get you in trouble. Will make you seem unprofessional. Like people mm-hmm. will be, he's told me, oh, you know, no one's no one's going to take you seriously when you have little doodles on your skin. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think of it as a, a personal experience of like expressing yourself. Without mm-hmm. having to actually tell people. Because, let's say, you'll have... It could be anything you want. It could be a picture of a... Elephant. Exactly. And somebody could think, oh, what a cute elephant. What, what, what does it mean? And you could go into, like, five paragraphs yeah. about what that s- single elephant means. Yeah. And I always just think that having something there permanently to remind you of literally anything is just a nice feeling
0: yeah okay and going along with the body art have you used henna before
1: um no but i was actually close to but it cost me like five dollars and it was broke
0: oh that sucks well yeah. <laughs> if you ever do do anything with it let me know and send me some pictures because i'd definitely like to see what absolutely. you do with it
1: absolutely
0: but um i think uh, a lot of people have different experiences with art, and the reason why they do it is very different. Ooh, sorry, I just <laughs> ate a whole lot today and have been going all day long. And little known fact, I get a lot of stuff done at, like during the night, and I just, that's when my brain functions better. So I'm very full right now. <laughs> And it kind of is like, okay, let's go through the list of all the things that I can talk about. So, um, we may actually need to use that filler. uh, Because this is not taking as long as I thought it would. Either that or we might just have a shorter podcast episode today. Either one, I'm okay with. Because normally I try and push for like 45 minutes to an hour. Like 45 minutes is like, okay, we at least need to get 45 minutes. Yeah. Moving on um and with your experiences with art what to you like what was your significant moment if you can remember it that clicked for you be like this is what I want to do this is what I want to go to school for this is what I want to do for the rest of my life
1: oh god um probably oh god um
0: (laughs) sorry it's all good
1: there's just like a a lot of moments that I've been very excited about art Mm Mm-hmm oh my god can can you stop sorry the cat um yeah the cat he's just trying to get in he's trying so hard on a tangent
0: at, while you think about that how is your i think she's like gecko right
1: uh yes how
0: how is that just out of curiosity going on a oh, different topic should... because if you've listened to the last episode we have a little segment here that's called uh tea time where I just kind of spill the tea with the guests and I wasn't going to include it after last episode but I feel like for this episode
1: it might kind of fit
0: so tea Um, time how is your gecko
1: um as of now she's staring right into my soul but she's doing pretty well um she spends most of the time hiding in this makeshift box that I had to make because at the moment I couldn't find anything for her to hide in and mm-hmm. she just never leaves. It's it's like I can't even find her wandering and anymore.
0: Her name is Derp, yeah, right?
1: Uh, yes. Okay. How oh, I thought of that name? Just look at the gecko's face, and you'll find out.
0: Mm-hmm. Just look <laughs> but, at her face. She's yeah, she, a little Derp.
1: <laughs> but yeah, she's just living the best life and yeah. um, eating the most disgusting things. Okay. But, <laughs>
0: she's a gecko let her live her life
1: yeah
0: anyway um, along the lines of tea time is there any you know hot tea that you want to spill on the podcast today oh
1: god um i don't know it, since covid i've i have not known anything about
0: anyone i <laughs> <at all. laughs> i mean it doesn't even have to be tea that happened in the last year it can be anything from you know here to when I was living in Germany, which was, like, almost two years ago, to whenever.
1: Oh Any God, tea think,
0: you want to spill. Just I if... The
1: weird, like, the weirdest thing that's happened to me since I've, like, actually gone and socialized with people. Um, uh, I used to... I, I used to know this person, basically, who... I don't even know how I met her, but... Uh, basically the entire time I've known them, they have basically taken every single like insecurity I have. So like, let's say, um, known fact, one day I decide to, um, go with my parents to like a winter ball. You know how militaries have that mm-hmm. winter ball. Mm-hmm. So apparently they were there and I guess for some reason, um, them and this other girl decide to go in the bathroom and they said oh technically you still have girl parts so yeah you can come in with us and I just sat there like was that purposeful what what was your point there what what were you where were you trying to go with that
0: like for why
1: yeah and they just kept going on and on and on about that and I kept pointing it out to them like hey you know that um I'd really appreciate it if you would just kind of keep those thoughts to yourself. Yeah. Because then that sent me into like a spiral in my mind for hours or days. Mm -hmm. And then they just kept going. And one day we had to do this assignment where we were dancing. And I think I was just kind of left with them as a dance partner. And, (laughs) oh God. Um, She basically said, okay, I'll let you be the guy, even though technically you're still a girl. And... That's Again, some, a part oh, part sh- in
0: my sailor mouth, but them some shiesty ass bitches. Yeah, like that's not okay. Even as a you know very cis sh- male gay man, that to <laughs> me is just like it's just rude. Like if I were yeah. to sit here and you are a girl, or not you specifically, but like somebody's. Yeah. Transition transitioning into a woman, and I'm like, yo, you look a, you look like a dude. Like that would just be straight up rude. It would be, it's just rude, and like it's very yeah. counterproductive. And it, ugh, my thing is like when you tell people like that, they're like, oh, what am I doing wrong? Why do they look at me this way? And it really con- for me, I would think like it confuses their noggin a little bit for lack of a better word exactly (sighs) wait do i know this person just out of curiosity
1: um you might oh god (laughs)
0: after we're done filming we can talk about this a little bit more because i you boys are interested now because you know i'm a a little bit of a queen for the drama but (laughs) um moving on out of tea time because we are approaching 30 minutes and we still have Maybe about two more topics left. Okay. All right. Next topic is art medias. Which to you is your favorite to use?
1: Um. Hmm. I'd have to say my favorite art media because I've used it the most would probably just be in just regular old Instagram because you can find basically anything on there. Even the mm-hmm. most surprising things that you just don't want to see, but you see it anyways because it's just there.
0: Yeah what about like i'm gonna go like super art because i took one art class one year like your favorite drawing medias and stuff like that that's what i originally meant but i was like okay you know it fits
1: emphasize on what you mean by drawing media uh
0: do you prefer to use pencil pen paper what type of paper those type of drawing little
1: brain just went out the door it sounds good (laughs) I think, honestly, with drawing medias, I'd probably have to say just pencil and lead art, because it's mostly just the easiest to mm-hmm. um, use, and with blending, it's it's just nice to get into the little details, mm-hmm. and especially um, with pen, I just make so many mistakes to the point where it doesn't look good in the end, and then mm-hmm. there will be some points where I'm like, okay, I could do a little bit more pen art, and then I just absolutely fail. Yeah. Um. Painting, I have dabbled in paint before, and I actually did a really good job Mm -hmm. until I ran out of paint, and then I just stopped at that point.
0: Yeah, my favorite art media, and people are going to, might drag me for this, it's one of the harder art medias, and I personally, I applaud anyone who can do it (laughs) well, but watercolor.
1: That is so fun.
0: It's so, it looks so beautiful, but I just cannot do it. As especially I said before, when, I'm not an artist.
1: It's especially fun when, like, you have to, so, you know, when you look at a face and you're like, okay, so, um, usually I'll just go with a, a tanner skin color, but no, you actually have to look at the um picture and use, like, let's say blue for a shading because mm-hmm. it just works with what you see mm-hmm. and then for watercolor you actually have to experiment outside of the box
0: yeah another and art so form like... another art form that i've seen here recently a lot on my like my for you page on tiktok and my um my instagram feed is a lot of like body art and
1: like
0: <gasps> fx makeup yeah that to me is so cool. Like, I just admire anyone who has the patience to sit there and do it. Because I don't. Exactly. I just,
1: like,
0: like, if you can make me think somebody done, took a knife and slashed you in your face and it looks real, you, my friend, have done a good job.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I have thought anyone who's able to do that because. I can't even do simple eyeliner. My eye will just look like I'm having an absolute seizure.
0: I just and it will
1: just end there.
0: Eyeliner is one of those things I can do. I can do a full face. I can do eye shadow. I can do fake lashes. I can do like the full face except for eyeliner, because
1: eyeliner is just out the door.
0: Yeah, or eyebrows. I cannot do my. Oh eyebrows. Oh God! It just. Brrr. My one Ew, art form that's, like, really, really good that I get questions on all the time. You've asked me for advice on this a couple different times. Is my hair. If you've seen pictures hair. of me, if you know me personally, you will know that's the one thing that I take all the pride in in looking <coughs> great. Whether I have curled it or just straightened it, left it be, dyed it, Whatever. It's uh, been
1: all over the place.
0: Oh yeah. I went blonde one summer. <laughs> I'ma tell you right now, if you do not have the time for maintenance, then it is not for you. <laughs> let me tell you uh, I'ma go on a little tangent here. We have we still have a good bit of time. But back in the summer of twenty Nineteen that August, Hiddlest. the good old days, the good old days where I was back in pack. I dyed my hair blonde, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun. It's just something to experiment with." I really liked it. I really did, but to have to use purple shampoo and have my whole bathtub be purple was not so great. Because like, <laughs> if you don't get the right one, by all means, if you get the right purple shampoo that's right for you, it's great. But for me, I was not blonde for long enough to do so. And a lot of the time, I had to scrub purple out of my bathtub after I was done taking a shower to tone my hair back to blonde rather than orange. So it just, you really have to be ready for it. Whereas darker colors are very low maintenance, it just... Dark colors are low-maintenance. Blonde is high-maintenance, especially if you go platinum. I did not. Thank God. And then there's the very vibrant colors like red, yellowish, orange, green, purple, blue, you know, the rainbow colors. And people are just like, oh, I would love to do that. That crap fades out so fast after a few washes to where you either wash it and lose it, or you sit there just looking like a somebody just dumped a freaking tub of chicken fry oil on your head. <laughs> like, personally, I couldn't do it because I have to wash my hair every other day. Because shit be greasy. Like, you could fry a whole bucket of chicken on my head if I waited three days. No joke.
1: This, the thought of coloring your hair seems so fun. But at the same time, like it, it just doesn't seem worth it at the end of the day. Because either... Let's say you spray your hair. One day I decided to spray my hair green. I thought it was going to turn out like a fun little mint green. No. It, it looked green. terrible. It left my hair all sticky. It was the next green. day I had to go to a rehearsal and they told me, no, you better wash that out in like the next week or we're going to have issues. We're going to shave you. And the entire day, people refused to like touch my hair, even for a scene where like I had to get my hair pulled back. The woman who was supposed to do that just said no nope not today not doing it
0: was that for that was yonkers right
1: it was it was when i huh. showed up in like a full emo outfit my hair was cut straight across and it was all green
0: i remember that i was your makeup artist <laughs> you there That's were my some eyebrows. shows <laughs> where i did not do so hot and you looked like donald trump <laughs> like no joke you look so orange and I felt so bad afterwards. I was like, oh my god, I did that to him. And I feel so bad.
1: You also gave me ten gloves.
0: I did. <laughs> you had ten lines. Like, it wasn't nobody's business.
1: And I was also going to mention like, it with the eyebrows.
0: Oh. <laughs> That's when I realized I was not so great at eyebrows. But, um, you know, me and Tim go back a couple years. I mean, we met, what, for oh, uh, Hold like on. I'm 2018, to think. 2018, I think? 2018. End of 2018 for one acts. Yeah. Cause you I think George was in an a one act with me.
1: I think the first time I ever met you was like the. Oh god, it was the Lost and Yonkers auditions. Audi- yeah, the auditions. And you tried to audition for Jay, and I was actually kind of disappointed that you didn't get in, because I thought you did a good job. But then like you also became the makeup artist and that's where we actually started to hang out a little bit more
0: yeah and we really started talking which yeah (laughs) there's a lot of people who are so pissy that you got arty (laughs) like i was not mad by all means if you could do it do it but everybody was like for lack of a better word hmm, discriminating against you because you were you are a trans man And I was like, yo, it's not that big of a deal. It's whatever. But my (laughs) thing is, like, I wouldn't have been able to do Jay as well as Skylar did. That dude acted his butt off.
1: Honestly.
0: Like, there are some scenes where he would yell at people, and I'm like, well, damn. (laughs) 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 Like, if he was yelling at me, I would just start crying. (laughs) But um, Honestly. Oh, sorry. Go for it, go for it.
1: Honestly, even during rehearsals, the way he would switch his personality so quickly offstage and onstage was slightly terrifying, especially, like, directly after he would be a completely different person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, same person? Here's Excuse the thing
0: me. with that. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this, but he's kind of a pathological liar, so I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> he and him are just not friends anymore for personal reasons. That I will not disclose. But we're not friends anymore. I'm not friends with anybody. Except for Mia. And Mia, Love, and Victoria. Those are the three people that I'm friends with. Like legit. Those are the three people that I stayed friends with. I don't talk to anybody else.
1: <sighs>
0: Other than you and George. And sometimes Alyssa. She just. I'm one of those people that I love her to death. I really do. She just... Saying this in confidence. I don't like getting lectured every time I talk to her. So I just don't talk to her all that often. But that's a me thing. Anyway, moving (laughs) on. Tea time part two. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Lost in Yonkers was one of those things where... (laughs) Here I go again. Going off on a tangent. Um... Washington Yonkers was great and I ended up being stage manager for it too
1: yeah
0: I was assistant stage manager for that and I was part uh, hair and makeup for you for you specifically but um every time I would go into that dressing room it would smell like hair Joe and hairspray and I would die (laughs) like the amount of hairspray that I used on this man's head was ridiculous. The was
1: coming back to me. Who
0: I, speaking of, I have a can of hairspray on my desk that I use for my own hair. But um, you would swear that it would be enough to give somebody lung cancer. The amount of, the amount, just a little known secret in theater, the amount of hairspray we use is not the correct amount to be using. But if you're going to be on stage, sweating, acting, dancing, singing, doing yeah. whatever, you won't need a lot especially if you are under hot stage lights and you're dancing and singing, huh, cough, cough, in the heights, cough, cough, you're going to need it. Like, for in the heights, as I referenced a few seconds ago, um, I had someone curl my whole head of hair. Like, oh my, God. my hair is very, like, straight with slight wave. When I say slight, I mean slight Wave. So, I had one of my cast members curl my hair. I was like, oh, it's gonna look cute and whatever. So, I would spray it with hairspray. You know, two different types of hairspray. A little bit of hair gel to keep that crap intact. That shit did not move. Like, you would touch it and that shit was stiff as hell. Like, you could beat somebody upside the head with it stiff. Like, I would brush my hair out after... And it would take me a full 15 minutes to brush my hair out after every show. And this was two weekends. Not to mention, what day did you go for In the Heights? I think it
1: was the second night.
0: (laughs) Uh, If you were in contact with me at all after the second night, I had the flu. (laughs) Everybody did. I performed, I think, three shows with the flu. To the first yeah. weekend and one the second weekend, but um, she was rough. Anyway, going back to art, um, <laughs> uh, I mean we really talked about all the things on my list other than the filler, and I don't feel like we should we really need to talk about that, but um of wrapping everything up, because, I mean, we have, like, three minutes left until my cut-off time, ta- until, like, I can cut it off, but, um, yeah. wrapping everything up, we have very unique points of view for art. Like, everybody's opinion is different. Do not take what we say as a tell-all, be-all, because it is not, I assure you. Take everything I say with a grain of salt, because, you know, your boy has a big mouth. Um So to sum everything up. Art is a form of expression. Do it if you like it. If you don't, find something new. It's all up to you. That rhymed. I am not Dr. Seuss. Um, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) It has been great having you here tonight, Tim. I appreciate you coming onto the podcast to talk about art. And, yeah. So, that kind of wraps up everything for this episode. Uh... It has been great being your, uh, lovely and sometimes fashionable host. Um, I guess I will just plug my social medias here. So, if you want to find me, you can find me at ericthew underscore You can also find, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Wattpad. Wattpad, however you like to pronounce it. It's up to you. Um, we will, I think by the time this is published, it should be up. We'll be having an Instagram for the show. It will be everything along the lines of underscore podcast on Instagram. If you want to go give it a little follow, share it with your friends, you know, get the word out there. Get more people listening to the podcast. And Tim, if you'd like to plug a few of your social medias, do so. Uh,
1: I think the only social medias, my name is very hard to pronounce. Um, Personal account, uh, Cyclopolis, don't know where I got that name from. Art account, Cyclopolips underscore art. And that's really it.
0: All right. Well, it has been a pleasure having you here. And uh, I think I might... I don't know. It depends on what your schedule is and what mine is, because we are two very busy, busy people. But uh, I think (laughs) Tim will more than likely be in an episode in the future if he'd like to come back on and talk about any topic. Because, you know, this show is... uh, a little bit of a hot mess. Um, so that kind of wraps everything up. And bye, guys. Goodbye.